You're listening to Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken on the Tangent Bound Network. Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. Quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. Well, who am I? Sure enough. The Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you? Police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch One. Welcome, Geeksters. We are back to the Malted Meeple again for the July Meeple cast. And this time, we've decided we're going to fall down the Hanna Barbera rabbit hole. Now, if you've not heard about Hanna Barbera, I don't know where you've ever been. <laughs> this is only one of the largest um, animation companies in the history of television and movie animation. Yeah, it's right up there with Disney. You know, yeah. So. Well, the thing is, Disney. You think when people think animation for the history of, they think Disney, Warner Brothers with Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. But they made limited shows. They were made shorts, and that's about it. Hanna sure. Barbera was making full length TV series. Um, and actually, I got an interesting one when we first started that I didn't realize about these guys. But um, before we're not going to get into that yet because there's a lot of <laughs> stuff we need to get into. But um, this is actually issue number 63. Three. <laughs> see? I almost said 64. But see, that's because that's just a standard thing. I always mess up the numbers. But will they still need us? Will they still feed us when we're 64? Hopefully. You don't get it. Never mind. You I don't <laughs> Thank you for getting even. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know Beatles either? I know Beatles. I, just, I didn't recognize the song. That's all. The lyrics on that. Uh, Kylie, you're falling down on your friend job. I'm, 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 I'm finding out things that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Well, Geeksters, we're actually sitting here. He's got to take off pretty quick, but we're actually, Carrington actually is joining us for this week's show. So, Carrington, how are you doing? It's been a couple months since you've been on here. Yeah, uh... Things at the Multimeeple have been have been busy. We uh, Mondays have definitely picked up. It's been a, a, a fantastic. We've got a, a full a full house out there right now. We actually just added another night to Dungeons and Dragons. So Mondays is going to be uh, the night for uh, Dungeons and Dragons as well, and that's okay. at seven o'clock to eleven. Um, they're all um, all inclusive kind of campaigns, so you can jump in, jump out. Um, they all also have like an overarching story arc as well. Um, and of course, we've got our Wednesday nights that are doing phenomenally as well. Uh, and another RPG update: we've got Shadowrun on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we have Shadowrun, so all you chummers out there, come out to the Multimeeple for uh, for some Shadowrun. Okay. Uh, Pathfinder is on Thursdays as well, um, and we've actually got two big events coming up very shortly. Actually, this weekend uh, we have uh, Professor Meeple's Game Lab, which is something that we had at Origins, if you recall. Yeah. Uh, we had we had the, the tables there where people played testing games. Brian Canellos, who did Red Scare, actually sold, I believe he sold his game at, at Origins this past year. Nice. Um, 
he uh, is going to be coming back and running uh, Night Falls, which is a mega game, which will play anywhere from 6 to 32 players. Ooh, so 32 for, players? Yeah, we're hoping for a big crowd this Sunday. Wow. Um, it'll be from 1 to 7 p.m. Everyone should show up. Ben really runs a great game, um, and, and Night Falls is, is, is going to be a, a fantastic game. So come out 1 o'clock on uh, Sunday, July 31st, and play Night Falls. And then the next day, so that Monday, I guess it's not really the weekend, um, we'll have a Kickstarter launch party. Cold Steel Wardens, which had a uh, role-playing game on Kickstarter, is going to have their launch party here at the Malta Meeple from 4 to 11. You can come out, you can play their game, which is a superhero-themed game, kind of a, a dark and gritty, which is my favorite kind of superhero uh, role-playing game. Uh, they're going to be launching uh, their Kickstarter here at the Malta Meeple, so definitely come and check that out as well. There we are. All kinds of cool stuff happening with the Malta Meeple. Cool. We also got a bunch of new milkshakes, which you guys will have to try. Mm-hmm. All righty. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. So, Thank um, you. Actually, real quick, is there anything new coming in with Castle? There is. There's a, So, Ravenwood Castle has um, a, uh, a murder mystery coming up called The Grilling Dead, and there's one spot Ooh. left. It's going to be another zombie-themed, and they're going to have a, uh, a barbecue attached to that, and that's going to be on Labor Day. So, there's one more seat for that, or I guess one more room for that. Um, and we also got, I'm going to say it wrong, but, and Alan Gerding is going gonna, is gonna to kill me, but it's a professor, it's the Mad Professor's Hollow Wicked Weekend, so we're going to be announcing that shortly, and that's during Halloween, of course. Alan Gerding uh, of Tuesday Night Games, who made two rooms in a boom, and uh, uh, World Championship Russian Roulette, they're going to be at uh, the castle, running all kinds of different games. Okay. Every time. So, cool. those are the events coming up at the castle. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Uh, we wish that we could be there, but oh, yeah. we have to adult and earn money. I know. That I don't know. I'm seriously know. considering coming down on Sunday. Though. Being an adult yeah. is overrated. It is. It really is. Uh, unless you know you got paid to play games. You know, if you guys are hiring for for players, for, for players, you know, for we, players or yeah. for game masters. Well, well, we, game we, just, we, we just added a new member to the team, so I'm not going to call her out on, on air, but you know, we did mm-hmm. just add one more one more uh, member to our team. Um, but, you know, I guess if you wanted to throw a resume, you could. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> or if we are looking for game masters right now, so if you know someone who, who has, has wanted to run a campaign, we can get you the players. we got plenty of players. We just need more game masters to, to volunteer. Our game master program is fantastic. We, uh, we have different things that you get at different tiers. You can get t-shirts. Um, you can actually get a membership here if you GM 100 hours. Every session that you run, we waive your table fee. We give you a free milkshake every session. It's a fantastic deal. We take care of all of our game masters. So if you know someone who wants to run Numenera, Shadowrun, Dungeons & Dragons, um, Pathfinder, anything, please. Star Wars? Star Wars, yeah. I mean, I could use another GM for Star Wars, anything. Just get a hold of me, info at multibeeple.com. low life? Low life, anything, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Do you uh, just tell us? I've got coming up in September. I've got open slots, so please, seriously, I'll put the shout out there. GMs, we want you here running your games. Well, we so know we got GMs that listen to the show, so gamesters, you guys are out here listening to this. Mm-hmm. We need, the Meeple is sending out saying they need your help. Absolutely, <laughs> we got we got players for you. It looks like Ken might need some help. As Randy turns around and plugging the computer back in. All right. Well, speaking of jamming, I've got a table waiting for me. Take care, game on, sir. All right, thanks. So, Geeksters, um, Comic Con was this past weekend. Yes, it was. Unless unless you're a Geekster who was hiding in a cave somewhere um, with the bats, 
Not they they didn't heard about it. I think even the bats know. Yeah. Probably. So happy Geek New Year, everyone. That's right. Yeah. But we're gonna do our now. Most people would expect us to cover Gen or yeah Gen Con. I keep mixing that up. Yeah. That's next week. That's why. But no, most people would expect us to cover Comic Con the week after. Well, we are just not on here directly. No. You guys, Geeksters, we are gonna have it on our Geek Watch One feed. But we are actually going to join up with Weeby Geeks to do Weeby Geeks Watch 1, this like we did last year. It'll be part, their Comic-Con coverage part 2. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So it, um, look for that coming up. Not next, I believe the week after next will be on our feed. Yes. Yes. Because all of us are, we needed a show, and it's going to be an awesome show to have in there. Yeah. So so that, most of the Comic-Con coverage will be there. Um, some of it is probably going to bleed into here some today because there was some stuff that you can't get by. But another big thing that happened this week, well, before we get into news and stuff, was there any, um, what? <laughs> Can you no. make a list before I, hey, I used to, I used to have an outline. Hey, you went ahead and it wasn't so well. I know. <laughs> but, um, do we have any news or anything we want to talk about for us? For other us? Than, um, Oh, we're gonna start micromanaging you. You're allowed to say this for two seconds, and then this for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> there are no squirrels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you squirt later. Well, okay. we do have a. Um, we do have an announcement that um, anybody going to Gen Con. See, I, this time I am talking about Gen Con. Okay. okay. Going to Gen Con. Look up. Vicky and I will be there representing Geek Watch One. We'll be the people holding the microphone that says Geek Watch One right on it. Yeah. So come up and say hello. I have. I still have limited number of buttons and stickers to, um, for anybody who finds us. So um, that's coming up in actually two weeks. Or if you can randomly find Kylan and I on our road trip, we'll give you stickers and buttons yes. too. <laughs> Dawn won't do it, but Kylan may do some check-ins. If, while you want to meet yeah. us, if you want to meet us in Red Bank, New Jersey at Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, we will that's, give you stickers. Yeah. Oh, and um, <laughs> what was the, the pinball... That we're going to was it Gappy's Entertainment? Oh, you mean the arcade that's near Jade's on the box? Yeah, yeah. There's like a big pinball arcade. You have the um, the, you have the soundtrack for Tommy, so you can be running it in your earphones while you're walking through that. <laughs> I, right? I, I, that playing I, look, I watched her play. I watched her play, and I'm pretty sure Tommy is running in her head. As she, I, I, I'm like, wow. she's got pinball wizard running in her brain while she's going. She zones out. It's like. Honestly, I think I think she sees the Matrix. Like while she's playing, it's just cold. I'm, I've never seen because I'm like move the three, twelve seconds. I'm done, and she's just like pinball's my thing. Multi ball, and then she's just like, oh, I don't know. It's like she turns into Neo or something. It's awesome. <laughs> Well, it's true. calculus on the fly. Right? Well, serious, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm all about the math. calculus. <laughs> or geometry. or the spy museum. Yeah, but no, 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 don't follow me at the spy museum because I'm going to read a couple of spy novels at that point and I would think somebody's following me and then there'll be an incident and I won't be back. Or, or, or you can meet us at Atomic Books and we might run into John Waters. Oh, that's right. So, 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 yeah. We're going everywhere on this road trip. Yeah, so it, 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 what's weird is it wasn't planned this way. Well, you guys planned it this way on purpose. Yeah. You you guys and us. But the thing is, Geek Watch 1 is going to be all out of town, in, all out of town just about. Bart's going to be the only one in town. Mm-hmm. Right. Because from DC we make Bart do the show I know. He'll be sitting there with just a mic and him and hi. Bart, Andy, and Jesse do yeah, it. Yeah, Bart actually would do really well. So Bart, Andy, and Jesse could do the film oh show. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, you, you, there'll be all kinds of stuff that'll be said, and you have to edit everything out because <laughs> Bart can start cursing. It'll Dude, be a when, ten minute episode. No, no. When Bart curses, like, everybody drops, like, huh? 
Yeah. You don't realize he's done <laughs> Dude, it. What did he just oh, say? He cusses on our R's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, the Tales from the Darkness, did you catch him? Him and Vicky both. Well, Vicky, you expected from. I didn't catch him from Bart. Bart, Bart, Bart curses like Easy E, I think. So. <laughs> I, in my well, he's like our version of Easy E. Okay. Or Bob Sackett. Um, okay. Or Bob Sackett. You guys are on your geek road trip. Yes. We're going to be at Gen Con. That's right. Vernon's going to be in Atlanta. Yep. Man. So the DC Powers are going to be on it. We're going to have to have a pre-recorded show. Which actually, that's happening this weekend also. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on uh, DC Superpowers is joining up with Mighty Marvel Geeks. Yes, we figured out how to get Cyborg has been tinkering with the mother box mm-hmm. to make a boom tube that will go into the um, your lair. Do you don't want to do that. That's all we want to get there. It's just called Skype. No, no, no. No, 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 no you don't want to do that. We, we, we have shield tech for that kind of stuff. You don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, but it's a, it's apocalypse tech. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that's the... We, we we'll we find out with, Friday if it works. We, we deal with, like, intergalactic threats, man. Don't, you don't want to well, do Friday that. night we'll figure it out. Well, okay. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> So everybody's so, on everybody's show in yeah. the next couple weeks. This next couple weeks is going to be kind of crazy. That's why that's one of the reasons Carrington wasn't able to stay this whole show because he's got so much stuff planning mm-hmm. because he's going to Gen Con also. That's right. So, um, but that's I think most of our news for ourselves. Um, remember, the sponsor of our show is Mother with Creations. Check out Oddmall.info and Comicob.com for all the info for everything coming up from that. Right. Um, and then the other thing that we said Comicoms this past weekend, but. This past weekend, also, we got a new Star Trek movie. Yes, yep. we did. Yes, we so, did. starting, we'll start, um, who wants to start off in just initial impression, nothing deep or anything, just initial impression of the Star Trek movie that we, if you saw. We're going to try to keep most of the spoilers out of this, because not everybody here has got a chance to see it. <laughs> but what do you what did you think, Piggy? It was good. It was good? I th- personally, I thought it was the most Star Trek of the new franchise. It felt like Star Trek. I liked that it was an original story. Yeah. It was truly, it was not, it didn't feel like it was copying, it wasn't Wrath of Khan Part 2. I've been waiting for that. (laughs) If we're going to reboot, make it original. Well, you know, I I loved all the nods uh, because, well, this was at, what, year three? Mm -hmm. Which, though, the series only lasted, you know, three years, Mm -hmm. so... I thought that was cool. There was I, an Easter egg in there about that too. Yeah, because they talk about their mission just got extended. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. Tons of feels. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know something flew in my eye a couple times, and I don't know what that was all about. But yeah, it was good. It was cool. Dalton, well, what did you think of it? Well, okay. As you know, I'm not a fan of Trek. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit more of a fan of Star Wars. Than Star Trek, but I'm not a big fan of either. Um, it was actually an okay movie. It was pretty good, and it had an original villain. And really, I only went because it was Idris Elba. So <laughs> that'll get me to go to any movie, Idris Elba. And plus Simon Pegg. That's really what got me into the first movie was Simon Pegg. The second was Simon Pegg with Benedict Cumberbatch. The third, Simon Pegg and Idris Elba. So you know, I have reasons to go to the movie. I do love Simon Pegg. <laughs> and the thing I didn't like was that there's a, actually a commercial out there. Um, one of the trailers gives away the spoiler of the movie. Oh. Um, which... Without giving I mean, away the spoiler, which one are you talking about? <laughs> um, it, it's one of the most recent trailers with um, when a certain someone says someone's a certain something after watching something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie? You get it. Yeah. yeah. So, um... But, um... So it wasn't exactly a surprise when it happened in the movie. The only um, go ahead. But, yeah, it, overall, it, it had a good story. I mean, it was kind of a predictable story, but it was a good story. Mm-hmm. And with everything that happens at the beginning with the attack... It, that was more original too, because I mean, 
that was pretty severe. Sometimes you see ships crash and stuff, but you don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was... Mm. I love the the um, little things that they put in there that are part of Trek from the original Trek universe. Um, stuff like... Well, everybody sees... We'll start with the trailer. When we first saw the trailers, it looked like this was wall-to-wall action the whole movie. Right. This isn't. No. no. Everything you saw in those trailers with the ship explosion and all that stuff... That's in the first, what, half hour of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Everything else that happens after that has nothing to do, well, has to do with that because that is the what starts everything. But right. it, um, it's not, the whole movie is not just wall-to-wall action. The other movies have been more like that. Yeah. The first one was wall-to-wall action. That's all right. it was. Yeah. That wasn't, that's why it didn't feel Star Trek. No. This one had huge action sequences with plenty of story and plot in between, mm-hmm. which is where Star Trek has always been. found out more been about the characters themselves. It's a yeah. more yeah. cerebral was, and yeah, yeah, it was. more like adapted that. to yeah. Talking of the characters, though, this was the... Um, the being the third movie now, they finally got this... And the characters felt most like the original Kurt, Spawn, McCoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, were, they actually were being their characters. They weren't trying to figure this out still. Yeah, but they, 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 there was still enough of a difference in them that you knew that this was an alternate universe, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really, like, I, I was telling um, uh, a co-worker today that it seems like that, uh, who's the guys that play, the, the, the two guys that play um, Spock and uh, McCoy? Um, Carl Urban and um, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, Zachary Quinto. They, they actually have a better on-screen chemistry than DeForest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy, in my opinion, because it was just like yeah. that, that love-hate relationship actually translated on screen, you know, and, uh, especially well, like when they're in the um, when when they when they're on the on the on the ship. I guess like they, they escaped to the first time, mm-hmm. and, you, and you get that little infighting between two of them. Or when he finds out that he's been volunteered for a mission. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bones is never like that in any series you talk to him about. Being saying, you know what, you're doing that, I'm doing what? (laughs) So, um... But Jim, I'm a doctor. Yeah, I'm not a. Hey, I, <laughs> think say, I, want, I think he was gonna say fighter. I think this way he was gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna be wrong. They didn't tease that line. They didn't stop <laughs> it. He transports out right as the. Oh, so, um, the one thing that was cool in the, in the everybody knows from the trailers, the ship gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah. But they did put in. What were you saying, guys? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to that next. The um, but the um, the cool thing I thought was this is for really nerdy Star Trek fans. That um, everybody knows the next generation saucer would separate from the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you could reattach it. Well, and if you look at the tech manuals and the, the behind the scenes stuff for the original Enterprise, the theory was you could do that on the original mm-hmm. and it was a one time use as an escape pod. Exactly. You could evacuate everybody into the saucer section and eject the, or basically separate it out mm-hmm. and you would need like a star base to reattach it. That's right. They do that in this. This yes. this ship can separate, yeah. and it is. You have to manually go through, unlock all the um, sides, and it, it, it it was, it. Yeah, that it was, was it. Was in the tech manuals. It really was deep legit. Star Trek fans. That's awesome to see that they were able to do it. <laughs> and Neil's sitting over here. He's not seeing the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's geeking out. He's never seeing the movie because of hearing about this. <laughs> that, that was something I'd always wish they had addressed. Mm-hmm. Was the original Enterprise being able to have that saucer separation? Mm-hmm. And the bowling alley even went with the saucer. They knew yeah. what was important. Right. <laughs> if you look in the tech manual, that's right. The tech is that's right. It is. <laughs> Well, yeah, and so, you know, and I believe it, it was strictly, like, like I said, a one-time use 
situation yeah. well, and the Enterprise had never been that exactly decimated. Like I said, it was like, a, you know. an escape pod situation where uh, they use it on imp- obviously there's no warp drive on the solid section, so you could impulse away mm-hmm. and then you could put them back together if you fix the situation, but you had to go to like Starbase with the, the actual full construction gear to put right. it back together. Um, the other one that I pulled as a positive from this, they gave a great send off to Leonard Nimoy in this. Yes, they did. Aww. They did. They paid phenomenal tribute to Nimoy in this. They do address the um, the whole thing with Nimoy shot? dying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say on this. But it was it was a great. That was part of your feels. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it was. Actually, it, it made me it made me think about something else too. That because I, I was so caught up in the first movie from from the destruction of Vulcan. I didn't take into account that just because Vulcan was destroyed, that that meant that all Vulcans were yeah. dead. You know that there were still Vulcans. No, yeah. 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 So. Well, no, they, if I remember right, the second one they actually mentioned New Vulcan. Right. They actually found another planet to call it. That's right. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. Well, yeah, because he, he actually mm-hmm. mentioned he mentioned that in the movie about yeah, going, going yeah, to yeah. go back to propagate <laughs> to create more Vulcans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. That was the problem with it. Other stuff going on. So, but, yeah. mm-hmm. the only the only criticism I think I had on this movie was a Justin Lin thing. It was the camera spinning the entire movie. Yes, <laughs> but there was very little lens flare. Well, that was that's, pretty awesome. That's because <laughs> Abrams wasn't directing; he was just producing it. Exactly. Like, you know, he would have tried to get it in there. No, we just wrote a check and said, "Take it." Yeah. 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 What we had gone to see the second. Uh, into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. And we went and saw it in IMAX in 3D. Oh. I was so angry when I walked oh. out of that movie. All the beauty, all the beautiful cinematography was hidden behind the freaking lens flare, <laughs> and it was right in your face because it was in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm <freaking> IMAX. <laughs> well, this one here, the 3D, actually, actually, I don't get motion sick, but I felt myself starting to get a little dizzy sometimes because of the way the camera would spin around, and you're in oh. 3D. But um, the positive to the, with the spinning is because the reason they had to do a lot of it was this base that they go to, the, the Yorktown is what they call it, it is a sphere that was created. It's a star base, and everything starts from the center and spirals out from it. And I've never seen a so star base like yeah, that. Everything, the buildings, instead of like being on a plane here and all the buildings are across the top, no, the buildings are across the top, around the, across the side, across the bottom, and all the gravity is relative to where you're at. Yeah, it was weird. Very cool. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen. You've it's never seen a star base yeah. like this. Like this star base was designed for, for, for Starfleet and for their families. And it, it is pretty much it was like inspired by like Inception. Didn't they yeah. have the top and bottom thing? In the yeah, Inception. Yeah, and it looks hard. It's coming off. Yeah. And they had, like I said, they had buildings on top and on bottom, and depending on where you're at, gravity changes. It is it's built. It is built like a planet. So I mean, and that's part of the actual plot of the movie is the gravity being so strange in this thing. So oh, okay, and did you, did you notice the inspiration from Star Wars? Which one? That Simon Pegg threw in there with the entirety of the character of Jayla. She was basically like Ray. She had a staff when everyone else had guns. Um, yeah, she yeah. was the one on her own, left on her, left on the planet, yeah. learning different See, languages. I never put that together on that. Yeah, yeah. She was a really good character though. Like she was. Yeah. She was much, much, a much more solid character than Ray ever was. Right. But um, or now the, the the other thing is I was uh, I, I was surprised that like Greg Greg Grun, Grunberg, Grunberg. You can't even remember his name. Yes, Greg yeah. Grunberg. You the, you 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 owned it. You got Star Trek. You got Star Wars heroes. 
Well, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he, Wait until next year and see what he gets. Uh, It'll like, be the Marvel movie next. He, you know what? Yeah, then he's gonna switch over and get into the DC he, movie too. I'm like, he he gets the Mark A. Shepard award. I'm like, you know, you, you're like you're like the cinematic version of Mark A. Shepard. Like all my geeks, he's stuff. starting. He's starting anyway. Yeah, he's know, starting. Mark Shepard's got about a dozen things he's in, so Grumberg's got to catch up. Yeah, you know, no, he may end up, he may show up on Doctor Who. Is I don't know. That's fine. I don't know if Shepard's ever had an action figure. Grumberg at least got an action figure out of Star Wars. Techni- well, technically, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, because uh, he he's had um, Crowley. Well, he's got a pop. He's got, got a pop, pop figure. So uh, that's pop close enough. Count. Okay. So I'll count that. <laughs> so yeah. I was just wondering because yeah, I, right? I stuck at names. I'm like, I wonder. If Parkman I'm, from. I mean, Heroes. eventually they're going to mention someone I know. Parkman from played. Heroes. Do you, do you remember Heroes at all? Yeah. He was Parkman in Heroes. He was uh, Snap, Snap Wesley. Yeah, yeah. Snap, Snap Wesley, Wesley in yeah. Star Trek and Star Wars. And this, he was a. Admiral He's a chubby guy with dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> you don't recognize him. I was like, that, that you know, describes. He's soon to be the guy. That, he's soon to be the guy you're going to find in every one yeah. of the. Geek movies somewhere. Sweet. Oh, and he was an alias too. So, well, and, 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 and you know what? I don't think, I don't think Joss Whedon killed him. <laughs> Not yet. Don't, don't even. Wait, was he even in? No, his alias. He was. Just well, hey, hey, Joss Whedon wasn't. Wants he, to dies, he dies. He dies and lost. He does. Oh, hey. oh. But that's not Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon killed him in the pilot. He is literally the pilot. <laughs> no one is safe. No one is safe. <laughs> He's actually friends with Joss Whedon, which is or J.J. Abrams rather. That's why he yeah. shows up in a lot of J.J. Abrams stuff. Okay. He's also in one of the Mission Impossible movies. Ah, longer and longer. See, okay, so see, dude, dude gets all love me because I'm mm-hmm. probably the one of three people on this planet that likes the Mission Impossible series. And there you go, dude. Uh, yeah. Which this must be. I have yet to see. Was it Rogue Nation? Because I've seen all of them. So I have yet to see Rogue Nation. Right. See, I've seen one, two, and three. I've not seen the other ones. Uh, how can I even? How are we friends? Kylan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, not really. But as we're going here, we talked about. Let's. We always do this when we ever review a movie. We gotta bring out the brownometer. All right. So let's. How many people have actually seen the movie this year? Just the four of us and Randy. Jesse, you didn't see it yet? I did not see it. No one else? Wow. No one saw it? <laughs> I finally watched the We didn't give away the song. Spoilers. We did give away things, so we're good. I know. But um, we did so. We were free. Which is weird. I know. <laughs> so, Vicky, or let's start. Randy, you're behind the camera. All right. So, what, what, on a scale of one to five brownies, what would you give Star Trek? Um, am I in focus? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm the camera guy. Uh... One and five? Yeah, between one and five brownies. I'm going to go three and a half brownies. I, I liked the film. I thought it was a bit on the slight side with the story. Um, I wanted a little bit more. Uh, I thought it kind of was like... I, I didn't really like the action. I thought it was... Uh, uh, you had said that it was... The camera was always moving, but I thought his shots were uh, a little too tight. <laughs> And when and the camera's going like this, I can't tell what I'm seeing. Yeah, Pull the camera out, Justin Lin. It's more <laughs> engaging. <laughs> so three and a half brownies. Yeah, he's used to being yeah. inside of a yeah. car. This is the first time he had to shoot a movie that wasn't in a car. That's true. <laughs> so, Vicky, what would you give it on the brownie mirror? I'll give it a two. A two? A two. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um... No, I actually liked it. Yeah? Mine, I'd have, I'd have to go with probably three and a half again. I would have been a, a strong four, except for the 
like you said, with the camera bouncing around and spinning and all this, that took away from it a little bit for me. <laughs> So, uh, especially in 3D. When, when everything's in 3D and bouncing around, it's hard. Everyone's going to get sick on YouTube this week. <laughs> if people watch it. Yeah, your, so you got to watch it to see if you get sick. Grab your motion signal bills. Well, so, what was, Kylan, what did you give it out of? Out of five, four or five brownies? Four and a half. Four and a half brownies? Yeah, yeah, four and a half because it was the, it, it was the most Star Trek of the new series. And you know we we got we we got some some I guess a little bit more character development I feel like and we got to see what what the effects of a three year mission in deep space does to does to someone that know these aren't just people on a screen that they're actual they they seem to be individuals you know so I like that aspect of it so I'm giving it for a for a four and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dawn, what'd you give it? I'm going with a three. A three? Yep. Okay. Just, I, it was a good movie, but I'm not a big fan, so it didn't do a lot for me. It's an average per average movie. So I mean, if you're a fan, you're going to love the movie. There's no yeah. question about right. that. This was a Star Trek movie that Star Trek fans would like, finally. Yes. I mean, I, I like the second one, but it wasn't a Star Trek movie. No. Yeah. And the first one didn't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, I really yeah, liked I the first one just because it helped explain why they were going in the direction they were right. going. And mm-hmm. then the second one, they tried to remake an old one, which I didn't understand. No, I'm like... If the, they rebooted the whole universe, why? Why? Fans why is it called? Yeah. They were trying to get somebody like me, who right. is a purist in the... Star Trek universe has hated Enterprise with passion until I actually watched the last couple episodes and went, okay, I can go with that. See, yeah, see. You know, until that, it was, forget it. Right. I liked the vision that Gene laid out in the 60s, and you didn't see that in the first two movies. No. So. Right. And see, well, you're starting, you, you definitely see it in the third one. I think you do, so. I'll let you know next week. Cool. <laughs> oh, and I did just, I guess, real quick, uh, we we got a teaser trailer because there's a new Star Trek series that's coming out. Yes. Uh, which MB, well, CBS is going to be nice and let everybody see the pilot episode, but then you can get the rest. Yeah. So, so then everything goes to their streaming service, mm-hmm. and I think also to. Uh, Doesn't it go to Netflix too? Goes to Netflix as well. So is it going? Oh, so it'll be in Netflix once it's done with everything. In UK. Uh, yeah, oh, is that in UK? Ah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because um, more than likely CBS All Access isn't in the UK. Oh yeah. Yeah, so. it's like a bunch. Of, they say 188 countries, including Canada, and I wasn't sure if US was in that or not. So thanks. Say <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, because they want us to pay. So this fall they're coming out with a new... Actually, it's coming Christmas break, I think. Somewhere right around January. Christmas. January. 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 Oh, do we have a date? I don't think yes. we have an actual date. Yes. It was in the actual trailer. No, it just said fall. It uh, January. Of, I said yeah, it said January just winter 2017. I love, January. I love okay. Star Trek, so I'm excited. This one does yeah. look like, the, yeah. the from the style of the ship they have on there... It looks like they are going back to the original universe. Oh, good. Because yeah. there's no real rounded edges. There's a lot of hard lines on it. 
But um, <laughs> it does, uh, Neil's not Neil's not like shit. Hurry up! But, <laughs> but it does also look like it is in the time frame that's going to be after the original six movies, but before Next Generation. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's that's the vision I see. Looking at the ship, it has the saucer section of the Miranda class starship. Mm-hmm. Right. But it that's where it loses Gene's Star Trek to me. All the it's actually based on Ralph McQuarrie's original designs from Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yes, it, it is. It, but looking at all the ships that were there, all of them that have appeared on screen, they're all rounded. They're all softer edges. They're right. not combat ships. Right. It looks like a uh, Katinga-class cruiser, a Klingon battleship. Yeah. It looks like, or D D7. A lot of people mm-hmm. know him as. It's like they took the Miranda class saucer, shoved up a uh, nacelle up its rear, and said, "This is your new ship." It's very hard, very sharp. Mm-hmm. It looks more of a combat vessel than it does a discovery uh, science vessel. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, we yeah. went overboard with the curves on the uh, Enterprise D. Right. Uh, it just wanted to be but. It still stayed that softer. It mm-hmm. looked big. It was powerful, but it was an exploration vessel. Right. This ship doesn't have. It. That's my first impression when I saw it coming out of that hangar bay, out of that construction. Mm-hmm. It looked too sharp. See, but then you look at uh, ships like the Reliant and some of the ones like that that, that also have those sharp edges. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, you're almost you're still in the middle of a war with the uh, Klingons. And mind you, for what's going no, on, no, we're dealing after Star Trek Six. Well, the war's over. That's right. The war's over. But yeah. dude, but the Reliant, we were still at war. Yeah. Well, no, we weren't actually at war at any of that point. Well, yeah, we were. We, we had there was a loose piece, but yeah. there was a, a piece there. That's why we right. had the neutral zone and things like that. That's true. And the war, the big one that was still coming, was between the Federation and the Romulans. Right. That's the war that they're concerned with coming into this. Right. So we're okay. going to see more. We may even see Kittimer. Uh, no, is Kittimer Massacre? That's Kid- closer Kid- to, that's only about 20 years before Next Gen. There's only 70 odd years yeah. between Kittimer so was in US. The Kittimer Massacre was in 6. Warf was, no, Warf was at Kittimer. Oh, yeah, that Kittimer. He was a child. He was yeah. a kid there. So, so if he's in his late 20s, early 30s. That's right, Kittimer was right before Next Gen. That's right. That's right, okay. Because that's, that's where um, that's where Moog and all those guys died. That's right. Was that that's where they that's cemented the thing between the Federation and the Klingons uh-huh. repairing yeah. that? Right. So, so no, no. we may actually even see a woman captain on this in Rachel appearing. It's true, possibly. So, but you're still willing to give it a chance, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, you got it out of a choice because the wife is going to control the TV. <laughs> CBS All Access, so you can watch this. We, well, we, all we do is stream anyways. We don't have cable in the house yeah. at all. Right. So for us, it's one more streaming system. Why, why not? And in right. this case, we wouldn't have gotten the CBS streaming, but this coming out is forcing our hands. We got, uh, we're getting all the extra stuff, too, that we're like, oh, well, we like this, too. Okay, it's fine. So, yeah. Get it for a month, binge watch the series. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. More than likely, though, they'll release it once a week. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. The way Hulu does. Yeah, right. That's what their plan is. One of the key features about this coming out, when it is, is 
Star Trek was actually used to kick off, excuse me, kick off <laughs> their new uh, channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, UPN was yeah. kicked off by was it Voyager? Uh, no, UPN was a. Is either the next Voyager. was it Voyager? Yeah, okay. Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. Uh, DS9 kicked off WB. Uh, TNG kicked off whatever. Their no, there was no there was no network then. They were straight syndication. So was DS9. DS9 was on the same syndication. Okay. DS9 yeah. was right. It was second series. Enterprise. Right. Was Enterprise was one that did UP. Okay. Did, uh, the CW actually wasn't it at that CW. point? CW. Yeah. CW. Was the, when, yeah. When they started the CW, that's where Enterprise went. So Star Trek is used to start their networks. It's a strong thing. They know the fans like us will show up and support it, and it's. Well, the, net, the one I'm wondering is right now you can get, um, I believe Netflix still has them. Um, I know Amazon Prime has all the original series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they said CBS All Access is getting all of those also. I'm wondering how long until the contracts with Netflix and all of them are up and all of a sudden you can only get it on CBS All Access. No. No. That might be why they set, have set it so far off their 50-year anniversary, mm-hmm. is they're waiting for those contracts to expire. Yeah, when they sense. originally signed the contracts with these companies, they didn't realize they were going to be making a show and doing this. Right. So, so we'll see. We've seen that with other ones also. Like, look at what the CW did this summer with um, all of their shows. They're pulling from Hulu as soon as the summer's over and the new series to start. Hulu's dropping it. They're all they're gone from Hulu, and it's all going to Netflix eight days after the series ends. Wow! So the only place you can stream it is actually on the CW's app or on um, Netflix later. You binge the whole thing. Yeah. Luckily, the CW's app's free. Right. <laughs> so. So far. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so um, you get what you pay for, though. I'm willing to pay for yeah. good Star Trek anymore. I don't care. Hopefully, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Actually, good have, Star uh, Trek. Some of the producers and stuff I've heard that are on it, this should be good Star Trek. Exactly. It's the guys that were making the series as before. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but that was Star Trek. We've covered just about everything. Is it time to fall down a rabbit hole? It, yeah, it's time to go down a rabbit hole, dude. It's time to go down the rabbit hole. Now, I have a couple of things here. The um, Hanna-Barbera, like I said, if no one's ever heard of it, this is a company that started in 1957 with a show called The Rough and Ready Show. Which I've never heard of. I have you ever heard of the Rough and Ready Show? I'm not that old. Hey, but, well, <laughs> <laughs> the next, no, the next one, everybody's heard of him. The second show they put out was the next year, 1958, they put out the Huckleberry Hound Show. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Huckleberry Hound Show actually introduced Yogi Bear, uh, Huckleberry Hound, obviously. Right. Most of the characters that we know as the Yogi Bear characters were actually introduced through that show originally, because Yogi Bear was a spinoff show. Yeah, he was a spinoff. <laughs> But um, I, what I didn't realize when I was doing a little bit of research for this was Hannah Barbera, Hannah, um, was it, Joseph Hannah and William Barbera actually were working for MGM. And the first movie they did was back in 1940. It was a TV short, or it was a movie short, because back then they didn't, the TV didn't have cartoons. Right. It was all the cartoons before the movies. Right. Well, the first one they did was, where to go here? The name of it was Crud. I had it. No, that was a different no, movie. Uh, it was called Puss Gets the Boo. It was the first ever Tom and Jerry cartoon. Hanna Barbera actually created Tom and Jerry. You can still find it now, but it's a totally different genre. Hey, it's a. Do not Google search that. First oh my. As long as you put it's up 1940 behind it, yeah, I think you're okay. <laughs> and this one gets false. 
Tom and Jerry cartoon. They created Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs> William, William Hanna actually was the voice of Tom Cat for all the Tom and Jerry cartoons. Everybody says it was Fred Quinn because his name's all over. He was the producer, but yeah, nothing to do with the creative part of this. He just produced it. He was the guy, the executive at MGM that was making these. And um, what happened was at the end, um, at the end of 1956, I believe, MGM shut down their or 1955. Um, MGM started talking about they ended up shutting down their animation division. They figured they had enough Tom and Jerry cartoons and everything else that they had made that they could just keep syndicating them forever. And obviously, the same Tom and Jerry cartoons and everything that's been was made in the '40s and '50s is still being uh, played today. When you watch Tom and Jerry or anything else, those are the a lot of people don't realize the Tom and Jerry, a lot of the Looney Tunes and the Disney short cartoons. Mm-hmm. They're the same ones that are watching in front of movies back in the '40s and '50s. Yeah. Right. And I they just held up that well. That well. <laughs> the Three Musketeer. Oh the man. Musketeers. The Musketeers. The Musketeers. The Musketeers. Yes. yes. That the um, the first time Hanna Barbera actually did animated in a full movie was actually with um, now you see I have that written down here too. It was um, Anchors Away, I believe. With I think it was Gene Kelly, yes. the one with Jerry Mouse. Yes. That yes. was Jerry from Tom and Jerry. <coughs> it wasn't someone that just made what it looked like it. Yeah, that was the actual Jerry Mouse. Did, wait, I just love Gene. Did, wasn't the one where didn't Jerry did not didn't Jerry sing? Like Tom is, is no, yeah. that's Tom. No, it's Tom. Tom. That was Tom. That was Tom. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> yeah. Tom was like he did Jerry, Jerry had a singing uncle that did the country music. That's right. The, mm-hmm. Yes. The yelling hat and the big mustache. Right. <laughs> well, that was actually none of that was actually Hanna Barbera. I mean, they, Hanna Barbera made it, but right. they didn't have the rights to any of it. Right. Similar to it seems like a similar story to the way um, they had with. Um, Walt Disney, when he first started, before he started Disney Studios, he was making cartoons, but he had no rights to any of them because he was making them for someone else. Right. And he got all ticked off with Universal because he couldn't make these characters anymore, so he created Steamboat Willie. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then, then, thus, a mouse was born that has ruled the world since then. <laughs> yeah. September, um, Netflix is showing all the Disney shorts. No, the Disney movies. Oh, really? They're all going to be released yes. in yes. September. Nice. They're they're getting every one of them except for Song of the South. <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> you, you can't. Although you can still, still ride the ride at <laughs> Disney. You know, oh. my mom took me to see that movie, and I just felt like there was something wrong with this. Just a little bit. <laughs> I was just like looking back on no, my like, what was wrong. But I'm like, I'm well, offended, I, and I don't know why. This, this was, <laughs> I was the, like eight. The movie was made in like 1948 <laughs> or 1949, and it was depicted Southern life. It was of its time. Yeah. <laughs> so it fit for its time. It's, it's nowhere near it. now, but <laughs> just can't find it. it's all kinds of wrong now. <laughs> Although it's still a Disney ride, so yeah. yeah. So, but Hanna Barbera. Now, um, we said the first show they ever did was the Huckleberry Hound Show, right? Um, and the main ones they said that, according to this, that were come out of that one is they have Yogi Bear. Uh, Pixie and Dixie and Mr. Jinx and um, Hokey Wolf were all from were all on that show with it. Okay. Um, the next show they actually put out the next year was the Quick Draw Quick Draw McGraw show. Quick Draw McGraw. And that's where you got Augie Doggy and Augie Daddy. Yeah. And um, 
Snooper and Blabber, which I don't know that one. I vaguely, I vaguely remember Snooper and Blabber for some reason. I don't remember them. Vaguely. You would. Well, the next show they got was mm-hmm. arguably... Snooper and Blabber were the uh, detective and his little... Yes! Uh, yes. yes. They were the cat and mouse. Yes. Okay. cat and mouse. That were trench coats and hats. Yes. 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 Magnifying glass. Yes. Well, the next one is arguably the biggest hit they ever made. The next cartoon was 1960, and actually ran from 1960 to 1966, was the Flintstones. Arguably the biggest hit they had. I mean, there's a lot of, they had a lot of very, very good cartoons. Yeah, that's true. But you will see now as we go through the list. Because um, in, in 1961, they get their first spinoff cartoon. They actually had the Yogi Bear Show, which introduced mm-hmm. Snagglepuss and um, Yaggy Doodle. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> X was left right. some of the other stuff that did, that happened in this time was um, <laughs> while they're doing this, they're also doing um, TV commercials. All the Pebbles commercials were from back then. The Fruity Pebbles commercials oh, were yeah. from back then when the Flintstones were originally on. Ah, um, Pebbles. Yeah, but um, they also the I Love Lucy show. The oh, opening, yes. where it was kind of animated, mm-hmm. no, that was Hanna Barbera. They did Bewitched. They also did Bewitched, mm-hmm. and that's why Bewitched actually guest starred on the sixth season of yep. Flintstones. Right, and it was the same actors who were in Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's because they Hanna Barbera had done the original open for him, and they were working together with him. Mm-hmm. That was always crazy when they had like quote unquote real people on the Flintstones. Oh yeah, like when they had their version of um, of, of of Margaret. What's her face? Oh, uh, and Margaret. And Margaret. Yeah. And they had their version of her. And Marg Rock, I think. And Marg Rock, yes, <laughs> yes. And I think Dean Martin was on there. Yeah. Like, it was just weird. Because they looked kind of like real people, but then they were on the mm-hmm. Flintstones. Yeah, no, <laughs> Well, actually, the Flintstones, when it went off the air, actually held the record for the longest running animated TV series until The Simpsons began in 1996. <laughs> yeah. That was the first was one to beat them. I know. Yeah. Um, and also, really, it was a lot like The Simpsons of its time because it wasn't it completely meant for kids. They mm-hmm. they showed it at night, right? Yeah, it was, it was, and it was only show. when it got into syndication that they show it during the day, and it was a kid show, right? Well, some of the names here you'll recognize because when they first created their company, Hanna Barbera <clears throat> Productions, they actually brought on board a lot of the uh, production staff and people that were working with them at MGM and stuff. Uh, some of the names that I caught out of the list was um, as I go down through here, Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. He didn't hack in, go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't do anything after that or before that. It's like your Greg. Um, yeah. Casey Kasem. Casey Who's he? Frank Wilker. Casey Kasem voiced Kazoo. Casey Kasem voiced Robin. Awesome. Yeah. Shaggy. 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 Many, many of your cartoons from back in the day were Casey Kasem, but Frank Wilker. Frank Wilker. Who was later portrayed by Channing Tatum. <laughs> you know what? Damn. You know what? Oh, man. I had to slip that one in there. It was yeah. perfect. Is that, is that you, that's what he said. In the roles, whatever. No, that was uh, Frank Walker was Duke. That's Kate, that's what Channing Tatum did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. This is the end. That's her yeah. favorite role for Channing Tatum. Yeah. Was in the movie. This yeah, is the end. Yeah, that's pretty that much good. Mm-hmm. So that that was good. I like what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and it, it was just basically a who's who of voice talent was working yeah. with Hanna Barbera back then. Yeah. Um. But when they were making the um, Flintstones, that's when they got ready. They did the Yogi Bear show, which was their first send- uh, first um, spinoff show. But because of how well they did with Flintstones and um, Flintstones and Yogi Bear, they were able to actually start the next one was Top Cat. Mm. Yeah. 
Then they had the Hanna-Barbera new cartoon show, which actually brought in the Wally Gator, Touche Turtle, Lippy the Lion, and uh, Hardy Hart Hart were all shorts that were in that show. Right. Um, then you also get, in 1962, and then also they started making them again in 1985, was the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, I mean, that's another one that had almost as big an impact as the Flintstones. And uh, they, that was another one that would incorporate, like, modern-day celebrities. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But that's, I still don't have my car that can turn into a briefcase. I, I'm like, seriously. <laughs> I just want those little things that you they can think and it's... The last tube over here? Yeah, I want the robot that's gonna clean my house. What was that for you? Robot. Robot. Although they don't have a car that'll turn into a briefcase, but have you seen the one that's a um, airplane? No. It actually folds yeah. up into an airplane. Yeah. I, I, yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What one were you talking about? Suitcase. What was that? Suitcase car. Where was that from? How big of a briefcase does it become? You can ride your suitcase yeah. now. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw that. Oh, yeah. What? Sorry. They have kayaks that collapse into a backpack. Yeah. Well, no, this is actually a suitcase, like a roll suitcase, that when you lay it on its side, you can kick out little foot pegs, and then the handle sticks straight up, and it's like it's a like same way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little scooter. It's kinda crazy. Like, kind of like what, t- what the kid, when the T-Bob turns into, like, little... Yep. A, a, a mask. mask. Yeah. Yep. See, thank you. That's why I like it. You get me. You get me. Hey, I just, I just introduced well, them to it the other night oh. because the comic book yeah. coming out. Oh, uh, I can't wait. This is similar to what it is. Yep. <laughs> this isn't the one I saw. Home. That's crazy. Right here. <laughs> Can we get back to Hanna Barbera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there in just a second. What? <laughs> car. Well, um, it's it? a, we could have used that actually in last year when we were no. Yes. Was it Minneapolis was the one we had to try to run from one end to the other? No, if you're going to if you're going to Atlanta, oh, you need Detroit. the one that's got the nitrous attached to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we were running like crazy. Oh, but, um, okay. Yeah, we didn't need or anything because the we had like a 45, 45 minute layover. But um, so the next one up on the list after all those was um, the next was the Milgilla Gorilla Show. He, they had a lot of these variety cartoon shows where they made a bunch of shorts for them. Right. And the Milgilla Gorilla Show introduced Pumpkin Puss and Mush Mouse. <laughs> they liked Puss. Yeah. Ricochet Rabbit and Droop Along. <laughs> and Vicky had a good, a good point here. What, what were they taking when they came up with these names? It was the mid-60s, wow. so you never know what they were experimenting with when they came up with some of these ideas. Uh, I'm a, ooh, I'm a, I mean, uh, I'm a sh- we're I a PG-13 podcast, so... <laughs> well, yeah. the yeah. next one the next one has a um, special place, I think, in just about everybody's hearts, was 1964, they put out Johnny Quest. Oh, yes. The original Johnny Quest. Yes. Which, only um, lasted one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then it did. One <laughs> season. It was only one season? It was syndicated forever. 65. Is it? That's it. Just like cartoons, that, like I said, the old um, film cartoons were syndicated forever, and you can still see them on regular TV. But and one season would be like 60 episodes. Exactly. Yeah, true. exactly. Look at that. Is true. We keep going back to you, George. The first season of Transformers is like 47 episodes. Yeah. yeah season two is like 60 something. That's true. <laughs> so, because you got to think, so a lot of these were made to play daily. That's right. The Flintstones, they said, it actually was uh, um, like a 7 or 7.30 at night. Pretty prime time show Monday through Friday. Yep, every day. Every day. So, every day. Every day. <laughs> the next one was a very interesting character. The next one they put out was the Peter Potamus show. You don't remember him? No. He was a hippo 
They had all the mannerisms of a Liberace. You don't remember him? You don't remember Peter Potters? He's starting to remember who Liberace was. He was the most... (laughs) This may not come out right. I'm warning you now. But he was the most overly gay-style character you'd ever see in cartoons from the 60s. Without saying he was. Was 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 he more gay than... Than 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 Snagglepuss because Snagglepuss no 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 Snagglepuss was an actor he was right. a one oh. only actor see now you remember yeah yes okay I remember him now well Peter Potter you're right the Peter Potter <laughs> show did see they they did everything they could without saying he was gay mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just a very so, effeminate hippopotamus yes come on you know <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that, hopefully Ken's not mm-hmm. going through every single one of well we're gonna, we're not going to so talk about going. every one of them. <laughs> We're, we're going to mention them all, but we're not going to talk about all of them, because uh, the next one, well, that... Uh, we're only in the 60s, Ken. I know. Well, the, the Adam Ant show was next. That was another yeah. one that made a big splash. Adam, oh, Adam Ant. Yeah, Adam Ant. And so-so in America or bust. Yeah. Um, yeah, YouTube has a lot of these on them, too, if anybody's mm-hmm. interested. But um, I'm trying to think. Any, see, Secret Squirrel was introduced in Adam Ant. Um, that was the only other one that I've read, heard of that was introduced in Adam Ant. The next one was Sinbad Jr. and his magic belt. I vaguely remember Sinbad <laughs> The next one is kind of cool. The next couple are um, interesting because they all ended up going together later. Was Frankenstein Jr. and the Impossibles came out? Yeah. Then they had Space Ghost and Dino Boy. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and the Space Cadets. Yeah, Space Cadets. I don't remember Cadet. those guys. They they had oh. they like had the rocket skates and there. See, I don't remember them. Yeah. Those, yeah. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You remember then, they just worked that good. After that, they did. Uh, now, Hanna Barbera had a lot of. Um, ended up with a lot of shows that were um, based on live action stuff. Because right. the next one is the Abbott and Costello cartoon show. All right. Every now and then they would run those like during the holidays. And I was like, Abbott and Costello's cartoon? And it just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And then the trip to Family took well, over. The next, <laughs> the next set is another set of the. Um, back into the action cartoons again. Because. Lot, most people, I think, know they had some great comedy stuff in there, mm-hmm. but their action stuff was just as strong. Yes. They, the next set, you get Harvey Birdman and the Galaxy Trio. Yeah. Or not Harvey Birdman. Back then, it wasn't Harvey. It was just Birdman. 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 Yeah. Harvey, Harvey Birdman, Birdman, Birdman was big. <laughs> but then you get um, the Herculoids and Shazam. Shazam was a um, genie, wasn't it? It was a genie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then one after your own heart. The next one they put out is the Fantastic Four. Yeah, actually, that was that was a good series. Uh, that version of the Fantastic Four, I was a fan of. Well, then you get Moby Dick and the Mighty Mitor. Mitor, I don't remember. Moby Dick, I don't remember as a cartoon. Uh-huh. But you get Samson and Goliath. I remember that one. Yes. Um, then, then you get the first that I know of live action animated show they did was the Banana Splits Adventure. Yeah, I don't for know the seventies it was on. great. I don't Banana know. splits were creepy. Yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> bunch of animated hippies. But then you get uh, <laughs> some that went really good, some didn't. You get the um, the Adventures of Gulliver, the new Adventures of Huckleberry Hound, and then Wacky Races. Wacky Races was a pretty good one, I thought. I, I the new version's a whole lot better. I, I was not a fan of Wacky Races. It was too wacky for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one spun off the Perils of Penelope Pit... pit the Perils of yeah, Penelope, Penelope Pit, pit Stop. <laughs> and Dashley and Mudley and their Flying Machines. We're both spin-offs from Wacky right, Races. Right, um, We have the Cat and Nougat Cats, which I've never... But the next one is... Uh, the next one that probably was as big a hit as the Flintstones was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The original Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? That's for the 60s. So that's a pretty good stretch for the 60s. It was. 
So, because the sixties had a lot of really bad stuff coming out too. <laughs> Say so. Just in general, yeah. But in the in the seventies, you can see there's this little bit of a change because a lot of shows that actually end up being molds of the other shows with just a different overlay. Right. You get um, the first show though that they came out in the seventies was the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon. Yeah. I Which remember is, that one. <laughs> but that's how you ended up with the Harlem Globetrotters in the Scooby Doo because Scooby-Doo. they already had people drawing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you get Josie and the Pussycats after that. Mm-hmm. Which wound up on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not sure. That's right. Josie and the Pussycats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the music was so amazing. The music was great. I didn't think that movie was, was terrible. Yeah, I, I, no, I love the music. I will wake up every morning. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just the music. It was just the music. The music, man. Tell you. I was a music. For Pete's sake, I was a kid. Why would I pay attention to that cat suit? It was all they about music. Cartoons, I mean, come on. Huh? They were cartoons. I mean, come on, Dawn. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the next one I've never heard of, the next one was Where's Huddles? Who? Huddles? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. On a little carton box. The next one was the first spinoff from the Flintstones. It was the Pebbles and Bam Bam show. Yeah. They were like when they were teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a band too. Everybody, all the seventies cartoons had had a band. Right. Even Georgia or Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Yeah. yeah. Why are you going to have a shark playing drums? <laughs> 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 well, we'll get to him. Ah, no respect. No respect. <laughs> I like. Well, next one is what I actually enjoyed a lot because um, it was a mainstay on the old USA Cartoon Express. Was the hair bear help? It's the hair bear bunch. I've never heard of that. Oh. Uh, no, no. But, uh, and animated hippies again. No. Yes. I'm glad I never heard of it. Do, do, search for if you yeah. haven't seen oh, Well, the next one I've heard of but I've never seen was the Funky Phantom. The Funky but Phantom was just... There wasn't anything funky about him. <laughs> well, you got um, the Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. And that bothered me, too. Which was based on the character of Charlie Chan. Chan. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait till your father gets home. Yeah. <laughs> I Some of these may not have been cartoons, but um, I don't think they had the Flintstones Comedy Hour. Yeah, which they they've done the Flintstones every which way they can figure out. Right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Which is good because every time they put Flintstones on it, people watch. That's yeah. true. So um, you get Roman Holidays, which was kind of interesting. It was it was another family show, kind of like the Flintstones or yeah. stuff, but it was in like Roman times. Yeah, Roman times, yeah. Sea um, Lab Twenty Twenty, I never saw. Oh, I love Sea Lab Twenty Twenty. Oh, yes. That was, that, was, that was a good one. Okay. Well, then you get um, well, the new Scooby-Doo movies, which I believe was the... No, the later on they have one of the mysteries with the, where it had guest stars. Are you talking about yeah. the Groovy movies? That was something I different? think that's something group- different. No. No. It was but, just um, called Scooby- the new Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah, this is the new Scooby-Doo movies. So. I, I, I didn't matter. I didn't watch them. <laughs> After that, we got... Uh, well, no, we probably did because more likely it would have been played with regular Scooby-Doo. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't watch Scooby-Doo. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. next one we have... This is another one for you. Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space. I, yeah, I remember. I had the music. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-fi well, and music. Well, here comes the, awesome. the next one's another for, Hanna-Barbera formula. It was a bunch of kids with something crazy. It was Speed Buggy. Hey, you know I love Speed Buggy. It was a talking car that got me there. Then Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. Which was a, a band. That was, that was another okay. group with a band. Mm-hmm. Then we get um, Yogi's Gang, which they say is a crossover series with characters from all of the old um, yeah, Sanders World everybody. everybody was in yeah. that one Scooby's Gang and then we get the Super Friends that was Hanna-Barbera yeah Super Friends you, 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 wait, you, you waited for that when you were building up to that one right? <laughs> <laughs> well hey 
Super Friends actually molded a lot of kids, a lot of comic book readers now are comic book readers now because of the Super I Friends. I watched Super Friends. I watched Super, Super Friends. Now, the, whether they stand with DC doesn't matter. The fact that no, Super Friends the turned them onto the superhero world. The Marvin got on my nerves, though. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stand Marvin. Wendy, Marvin, and Superdog? Yeah, Wendy was okay. Superdog's all right. Marvin got on my nerves. <laughs> well, next one I've never heard of is Goober and the Ghost Chasers. I don't know. The next one I do know, though, Inch High Private Eye. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually a private detective that was an inch high. He would drive, driving his car, he would actually stand on top of the steering wheel running back and forth to turn the wheel. Yeah. He was, was very weird. much in the flavor of um, Get Smart. Yeah. yeah. He had that feel about him. Well, the next one was Genie, which was actually an adaptation of I Dream of Genie. Mm-hmm. Then they did the Adams Family cartoon. Right. And then the next one is, I love, the, if nothing else, the song, Hong Kong Fooey's Next. <laughs> Everyone knows the song, if nothing I know. else. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great song. And the cartoon wasn't bad. For 1974, that was not a bad cartoon. It was only a one-season show, but once again, you could see it all throughout the 70s and 80s, so somewhere. Rest in peace, Cat Man. Um, Devlin was the next one. You mentioned that earlier. Oh, I love that. I remember that one. It was, it, was, uh, it was inspired by Evil Knievel. It was about this guy um, who was... Uh, he, he uh, traveled with the circus. It was him and his, his brother, who was his mechanic, and they and their little sister. And I don't like. I guess their parents had passed on. And so it was about how they would travel with the circus and getting adventures and stuff. And then he would do these crazy jumps. Love the show. I like the I nobody. That you can even park it. Nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me because the evil because Death Devil was on. Well, we're going to run through a bunch of... Now, some of these other ones I've heard of, too, but we're going to run through a bunch of them and get to some of the other um, big ones that are coming. past a bunch of them. Uh, like, they had a Partridge Family. They yeah. had Valley of the Dinosaurs. Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch was another one where it was just a group of... They were all motorcycles. Right. Um, then weird. Kong, 70,000 BC. No, Korg. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah, Korg. Then we have um, another Tom and Jerry, Grape Ape, and Mumbly show, which was just another retelling of all those. Yeah, yeah they did. Huh? Um, the Scooby Doo Dynamite Hour, which mm-hmm. was also a spinoff. Um, the Clue Club Jabberjaw, we talked about, mm-hmm. which was Scooby Doo with a fi- shark instead shark. of a. Yeah, Scooby Doo as a shark. Yeah. yeah, and it was under the sea. Yeah, exactly. Fred Clubs. They were the bubbleheads, weren't they? Then we get um, in '77, yeah. we get to um, Fred Flintstone or the Fred Flintstone and Friends. We get the Scooby Doo Laugh Olympics, All Star Laugh Olympics. Yeah, that was always We're interesting. back into all the variety shows. Yeah, the CB. Yeah, this is the late seventies, the seventy seven. So it's all variety shows. The CB Bears, the Skatebirds. Then we get the um, first, the first changeover of the Super Friends. We get the all new Super Friends, which had Xana, Gina, and Wonder Mon- Twins. Yeah, the Wonder Twins. Uh, all the things you can do with water. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> ice, a bucket of water. That, that's about it. He became ice. He, did, he was an ice giant one time. That was cool. I'm like, do more of that. Once. <laughs> ice giant. Once. Well, then we, um, we get, they actually did a Popeye show back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a Popeye show from King Syndication. The only Popeye hour they Yogi Bear had a space show. Uh, Challenge of the Super Friends came out then. And then the Godzilla Power Hour. <laughs> oh, God, Zuki. See, I enjoyed the old car- Godzilla cartoon. I know Vicky did, too. I did, too. I, I did, but I didn't like Godzuki. I've never seen it. I thought you saw it. I showed you, I've shown you bits and pieces of I've it. I've never seen that one. Movie. I thought you saw that one. Oh, okay. I'm I got to have to play I'm it. I'm not into the monsters, yeah. so oh, I wouldn't yeah. watch That's Godzilla. That's what you have to see. Uh, see, I love well, the monsters. <laughs> we got the, um, the more Flintstone shows. Fred more Martin and shows. more. And more. Yeah. 
There's a lot we'll, more Flintstone we'll shows than you ever realize yeah. until you look at this list. <laughs> well, we also get the new Shaboo, which I've never heard of, Casper and the Angels. We get the Super Globetrotters. Wow! <laughs> hey, they weren't in space. Yes. They were just super. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was just Others wrong. Were just pretty much all of them went to space. Yeah. One of them yeah. turned to spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other one could grow his fro real big. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> we get Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo in '79. Oh, the world's greatest Super Friends, which was another Super Friends bit. <laughs> super Friends kept going all the way through the mid '80s. Yeah, they had new shows every, like every year, every two years. Um, you had Fred and Barney meet at Shmoo, and then um, Shmoo was that really fat. It was uh, that white thing, 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 wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He, I don't know. yeah. Then you get Amigo and Friends, which I've never heard of. It was down in Mexico. Yeah. Well, it says an ad- animated adaptation of a Mexican movie star. That was Ken Tinflas. Who? I don't know. Some Mexican star. <laughs> then in the eighties, we start to get into um, where they actually. There's not as much on this, but you have a lot more where... Remember, in the late 70s, early 80s, they started changing the... Um, they changed the rules so you could actually sell toys through cartoons. Right. And the cartoons became ads for the toy lines. Yep. But um, that's where... That's when um, Super Friends really started changing. But you start off the 80s with the BB Beagle show, the Super Friends again, uh, the Drag Pack, the Flintstones Comedy Hour... The Fon- the Fonz and the Happy Day Gang. Oh, they never watched that one. That made me mad. <laughs> that show made me mad. Because I was like, oh, I like Happy Days. This yeah, is the Fonz. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I, see, now we're ruining your yeah, I, 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 You know what? I, He's remembering all these things. I, that I, I, feel like I, I feel like I've been attacked. Like, I... <laughs> Like, I, I really did not... We don't need to be bringing that show up right now. I haven't talked about <laughs> well, that. Well, if you well, let hey, us move on. The next, well, one, I, but, but <laughs> next one was actually the Richie Rich Scooby-Doo show. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time Richie Rich was in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. See, I don't remember there being that crossover. I just remember the Richie Rich Well, a lot of, the, a lot of times what this crossover. was was it would be the Richie Rich Scooby-Doo show would have been an hour long. You'd have and half hour Scooby-Doo half, yeah, and half hour true. Richie Rich. Where they do 15-15. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, then Laverne and Shirley in the Army, they had their own cartoon. Hey, they weren't in space. Exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah, uh, no. The next one were, though. The next one is, this is where I knew Space Ghost from, was from the Space Stars TV show. Um, Space Stars was actually a combination of Teen Force, um, Astro and the Space Mutts, Space Ghost, and the Herculoids, all in one show. Uh, yeah, I remember. And it was all, they played shorts from each of them. Right. And, and if I remember, right, Teen Force... Yeah. That's right. Teen Force was the one where was the three kids on motorcycles or something, or space cycles, wasn't it? And they were wearing these weird, flying these weird space motorcycle ship things. Okay. So, um, next you had the Quickie Koala Show, Trollkins, which I think is in the... Wait, what was Trollkins? Trollkins. What was the one before? The Quickie Koala Show. Quickie Koala? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And next what? one was another big one for them was the Smurfs. The Smurfs were important. <laughs> so, this one was another um, collaboration with another company. It was SEEP International. Because everybody knows Smurfs actually came from what? Belgium. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was the way That's the Smurfs was proof that women ran everything, damn it. That's true. One woman in that whole village. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and not at the end, they well, had the little girl too. That didn't count. They're trying to get to the end and throw other people in there. But she was well, created to be evil. Exactly. The next one, you get another Flintstone show, the Flintstone Funnies. <laughs> and then you get Pac Man, Little Rascals, and Richie Rich Show. Which Why not put them all together? together. <laughs> I, I remember the Little Rascals, and it was not as funny as live action. Although the Pac-Man show, the original one, wasn't terrible for the time. No, no, I I remember watching that. I've 
have yet to find a copy to introduce the family. <laughs> I've been bringing these old gems out to show, <laughs> and it's just sometimes you, you, you see the time. Yeah, you you just like, yeah, no, I don't. Well, the next one we get the Morgan Mini and the Burnish Shirley Fawns Hour. Because they throw them all together. Exactly. Oh, I, and I remember that one, too, and I feel abused again. <laughs> then we get more Scooby-Doo. We get Scooby and Scrappy-Doo Puppy Hour. We get some show called Joke Book. And then we get the Shirt Tales. Do you remember the Shirt Tales? Shirt Tales? Dude, I don't want to talk about Shirt Tales. Oh, Shirt Tales! Number the, one. Bogey Monkey is awesome. Bogey Monkey? No. No, because you know why? Because... You know what? It bothered me that all of a sudden, just out of random, all of a sudden they say something and pop up on your shirt. Okay. No, too yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? You know how you talked about toys b- being sold through cartoon? Yeah. This was created by Hallmark to sell greeting cards. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> I got a greeting card. That's why it was. Well, the next one are two more TV adaptations. They had the Gary Coleman show. Mm-mm. No, no, no. <laughs> and the Dukes. You know what? And the Dukes. The Dukes. I think the Dukes came out about the same time when Bo and Luke asked for more money, and then they got kicked off, and then you end up with a toy in Vance, and they're like, then you like you go in for that for that season, you're like, oh, more. Wait, hold on, that's not Bo and Luke. And so, but then you had the cartoon. The cartoon was stupid because apparently they're racing all over the world, and, and then uh, was it the uh, was it Boss Hog and. Uh, Cletus. Cletus. Bahan Cletus. Cletus is following them all over the world. No. <laughs> no. That, you don't car chase like that. It doesn't work that way. You're doing it wrong. Well, the You're next one actually wrong. introduced you. This one, the next one introduced characters you can still see all over the place if people don't even know where they were. The Monchichis, Little Rascals, and Richie Rich Show. The Monchichis had, you can still find those little hugs bear things. I still know the Monchichi theme song. Sing it. Sing it. No, I'm not singing it. Vicky just said it. Vicky just said her sister still has Monchichi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. Oh, yeah. I do. Well, I, I do a real little Chi song. That doesn't like no, 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 no. No, no, no. Monchichi means happiness. It's happy. They're the stupidest little things ever, but I remember this. Well, next next up, you had a repackage of Pac-Man, but they put him with Rubik, the Amazing Cube. Well, at least you had these. And then you get Scooby No Scrappy Doo again. You get the Biscuits, which I've never even heard of. It's a, I guess it's a spinoff of Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um, they're do they were a dog group. That's right. Okay. They inspired. Um, then we get Lucky Luke, Benji Zacks, and the Alien Prince. What? Which was a live action show. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna skip the live action ones. Snorks was next, which was basically Snorks Underwater. Snorks Underwater. Yeah. I loved that though. That was weird. They were girls though. And then actually, we don't get GI Joe and Transformers in this, unfortunately, but we get Challenge of the Gobots. Which I enjoy Challenge of the You're like the only person on the planet that like, and I, and I love I people. I don't no. people like that. No. No, there's a you lot of people like I love GoBots. Go the thing was, it was because of them I broke my jaw. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, no joke, I was nine years old. Mom called me to dinner. GoBots were coming on. I wanted to watch the show. So I'm walking backwards, and I start bouncing, and I'm in socks on a hardwood floor. I go forward and everything goes black. I had broken the jaw in three oh places. Oh! I was wired shut at nine years old. My oh mouth my was God. wired shut for three months. And Sherry, and Sherry's sitting over here like, why did they over unwire well, un- 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 it? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, I lost the tooth when I, and I could fit a straw through there. So anything I could get through the straw, I could consume. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry, dude. I still love the GoBots. See, that for me, much. what was great was I loved GoBots and Transformers because they're all on the same channel. So in the morning, you got GoBots, and like in the afternoon, you get Transformers. Okay. So now if you had to choose between the two, it would have been Transformers. But also, you got to remember in the 80s, yeah. GoBots were affordable. Yes. Uh, that's true. Transformers, that's true. even in the 80s, Optimus Prime was like 40 bucks. Everything made by Tonka was affordable. That, that's GoBots true. was Tonka. It was yeah. affordable. Yeah, that's right. You're right. So that, they were the um, poor man's GoBots, and, and, but that was poor And, and the funny thing is that now, GoBots is actually part of, of Transformers canon now. Because, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, they, they, bought, they bought the license for them, so... Now GoBots is yeah, but GoBots is totally different. it's like a little kids Transformers now, right? Yeah, yeah. So. so but um, after that you get Pink Panther and Sons, which was brought in from MGM, mm-hmm. uh, Super Friends, the legendary Superpower show, which was just another bit of going the Super Paw Paws, Yogi's Treasure Hunt, Galtar and the Golden Lance, um, the Superpowers team, Galactic Guardians. That's when they introduced Cyborg and um, you know Firestorm. we skipped all the spinoffs. We'd really have a short list. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's what made Hamburger great. They figured out, and they were able to keep spinning stuff off, and people would still watch it. Right. So, um, the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, the Berenstain Bears show was Hanna Barbera. Um, the new The New Adventures of Johnny Quest was in the eighties. Yeah. Off, skip it. Pound, <laughs> the Pound Puppies, the Flintstones Kids, Foofer, which was a werewolf show, if I remember right. No. No. no? It was the big blue dog. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that one. <laughs> the bad guy in that one was the dog catcher. Yeah. Yes, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the country dog. Next one they did Wildfire, the Sky Commanders, which was directly built on um, the toy line. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Popeye and Son, a pup named Scooby Doo. Uh, that's it. The Completely Mental Adventures of Ed Grimley. I remember that. <laughs> Martin Short's Ed Grimley. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know, it was interesting because um, Ed Grimley was... Was he on Saturday Night Live at that point? Or yeah. was he was SCTV. He started on SCTV. And I'm like, he was Martin Short's character. I mean, think about it. Like, that's a character that was on SCTV like, that was usually shown late at night on Saturday night. That was an adult character. And, and, then, and then to have his own Saturday morning show... You know, and which actually, whenever I watch uh, Wheel of Fortune now, I, and Pat Sajak, you know, because he had the fixation with uh-huh. Pat, I'm like, oh, I want Ed Grimley to be on the show now. But <laughs> well, there's only a couple yeah. more shows that um, in the '80s it was. Um, they did another Yogi Bear, a uh, Fantastic Max, which was another cartoon one, uh, another Tonka, I believe. But um, then further adventures of Super Ted, if you remember Super Ted, I do not. And then Paddington Bear. Oh yeah, Paddington. So now we get into the 90s, which the 90s didn't have as much, um, as many in it, because a lot of it's based on current and 80s movies. You had Bill and Ted, you have um, The Adventures of Don, Don, Don Coyote, and Sensor Panda. No, no, Coyote. It's Coyote and Panda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you get um, the Tom Jerry Kids, Wake, Rattle, and Roll, uh, Rick Moranis and, and Glendale High. So Rick Moranis had his own TV show. Mm-hmm. Midnight Patrol, Adventures in the Dream Zone, The Pirates of Darkwater. And that was, that, that's that's a classic one show. even now. Yeah. And uh, anybody who's a fan of Firefly has either watched that show or you should go find that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then uh, we got the another Yogi Bear one, a Young Robin Hood, Fish Police, <laughs> Capital Critters, another Adams Family based on the newer movie. Yeah. Um, 
Drewbeat Master Detective, let's see, Captain Planet was Captain Hanna Barbera. Captain Swat Cats was Hanna Barbera. Oh, I like Swat Cats. And now, at this point, you're in 1993, you're starting to get into Hanna Barbera got bought in over the time by um, Time by Turner, who yeah. eventually became Time Warner. And, they, and around this time, they were creating a brand new channel on cable, yes. which was Cartoon Network. That's right. And most of your early Cartoon Network shows were either the old Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. or they were new Hanna-Barbera shows. Right. Mm-hmm. So you get stuff like Two Stupid Dogs. Yeah. You get um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. That which was an awesome that, show. That, probably the first, that was probably the first Adult Swim show, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Before they even called it Adult Swim. Anybody that goes to a con and you have a chance to... And to meet, I forget the guy that was the voice of the Space Ghost. But if you have a chance to meet him, do it. He's the funniest guy, and he sounds exactly the same in person. Yeah. We were at a con, and we were hearing this voice, and I turned to Kyle, and I'm like, honey, Space Ghost is here. And we had to go find him. And he put, I think, on the picture we got of him that he autographed, he put a recipe of some type. And we were laughing the whole He's time because he is just so random. It was like, well, yeah. I was say, all voice actors, if they're mainly a voice actor, are like that. Yeah, they're great, and they tell stories the whole time because they've worked nine hundred different shows. Mm. So then you never know. That's why, like James Arnold Taylor's one man show, he does fifty voice or hundred voices in five minutes because he's done all these voices. But can, can I just say, well, Space Ghost was an awesome show because his grandfather was Randy Macho Man Savage. Yes! What? Yeah, I, yes! <laughs> and it had songs by Brack. Yeah. <laughs> well, after that, the, the next one they did was a Dumb and Dumber show. What a cartoon I've never heard of, Cave Kids. But the real adventures of Johnny Quest. Oh! Which Kyla said he wanted to get to. Oh! And the next ones are the true Cartoon Network classics here. Yes. The next set. You get Dexter's Laboratory, mm-hmm. Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, I Am Weasel, and Powerpuff Girls. Yes. So that's five shows that they hit out of the park when they made original shows for Cartoon Network. Definitely. And then it's like the show. After that, there was a couple shows they made after that, but nothing really that hit big because they were pretty much done after. And 2001 is when they officially closed the doors. Hannah Barbera is still around. Right. But in name only. Like, um, and Warner Brothers still owns them. That's why, like, DC Comics now is putting out the Hannah Barbera Beyond. So the future of Hanna-Barbera looks pretty safe. I mean, it, with the licensing, with Hanna-Barbera Beyond, and everything else is going on, it was a major part of, of all these people's childhood, and they're still making it. That's right. So, um, actually, with that, we're running low on time. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, whether or not you were speaking on the show, you're still part of the show, which is awesome. I love doing the Meeplecast, because we get to see all of our friends. Yes, we know you love it, Ken. <laughs> the more hey, public he can be, the better. Kylan and I have talked about this. If we could be on stage to do this show every week, I think we would. Every week, every I don't week, think Kylan would, but not, I know not, he not, would. not every week. <laughs> no, because, well, no, football season's coming up. I, <laughs> I, got, I got to watch the Steelers abuse people this season. So. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, that, that happens every guys season. Guys, make your league, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but... Geeksters, remember you can always find us at geekwatch1.com on all the social media. We're also Geekwatch1. We're on the networks of the Tangemount Network at tangemountnetwork.com and vdgeekspc.com. Um, and I believe that's everything we got for today, isn't it? That is. So, Ms. Dawn, did you have anything else for today? I have nothing else except to say go to Tee Public if you want one of our t shirts, and they now have mugs and notebooks. Ooh. We still got to get that t shirt we were talking about a couple weeks ago and have her put on the back of the whole. 
Um, it's mandatory to grow older, not mandatory to grow up, something like that. Well, yeah, I think I think my mom wrote that down actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. My mom wrote it down somewhere, so I have to ask her. Sure. Right. If you have any T-shirt ideas, send them to me. I'll yeah. Shop. <laughs> That's right. So, Kylan, do you have anything else before we wrap up today? Just say no. Stay in school, kids. Yeah. Miss Vicky, do you have anything else before we wrap up today? Okay. Um, I think that's it for me, guys. Any else? Do we cover everything for you guys? Well, thank you for coming, and just remember: no matter where you go, there you are. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. <laughs>